0: Hello, and welcome to Crossword. This is a very special episode of Crossword because this week you have me, as usual, Luke, but no Jonathan. Jonathan is away on vacation somewhere in Mexico, having a great time, and leaving me here by my lonesome, uh, so I'm recording a episode of Crossword without him because it was state of the word just yesterday, and I thought we should recap a little bit about what happened. And so we'll see. We'll see if I can do 15 minutes talking on my own. It might only end up being a five-minute podcast. We'll see where we end up. You probably can already see the timestamp. I can't. Okay, so I have to say before this state of the word, I had a running theory. And my running theory was that Matt was going to step down as BDFL, Benevolent Dictator for Life, and pass on the reins to Josepha. That theory is completely out the window now, but here's why I had the theory, is because he has been completely absent. He doesn't show up to meetings. He doesn't appear anywhere public, except for once or twice a year, where he does these state of the word addresses, or he'll go to a one of the major word camps and do a little bit of a speaking Q and A session. But aside from that, you know, he's listed as the release lead consistently on each release five, since since 5.0, I think. I'd have to check that. But he's n- he's not actually doing any release leading. I've been on release teams and it's, he's not there. So I don't understand what it is that his job is, but I mean, he's probably pretty busy, right? Doing all of his uh, automatic CEO work and he's doing a great job of that. I just don't understand what the, what the BDFL, what the expectations are there. So, you know, I I was kind of expecting him to, to hand on the reins a little bit and take a step back. But he didn't in fact he sort of doubled down and mentioned a few times you know I'll be here when I'm old and gray if you'll have me which was i think that was good i just don't know what what he's doing here um providing leadership i guess whatever that means anyway uh, i guess that that all came out as being fairly grumpy but you know i don't i don't actually care that much about it cuz work gets done work happens anyway and I guess it's kind of nice to have a figurehead. I kind of think of Matt like the queen, you know, where we, we all love the queen. The queen's great and, you know, we, we have her on the back of the coin but she doesn't actually do that much. She shows up to events and waves her hand in a particular fashion but, you know, she doesn't actually have very much to do with the politics of the thing. So, Matt... I think you're the queen a little bit. Um, hopefully that makes sense to you, American listeners. So what did we get at State of the Word? Well, I think that m- there was a lot, you know, including holiday photos from Antarctica that looked like an amazing trip that I would love to go on. And at first I was a little bit dirty. How come he gets to go to Antarctica? <laughs> but like, if I had the opportunity, I'd be there for sure. Uh, and then we got a bit of an update on where we are in this major reinvention of WordPress. So we've known from the start there's going to be four stages, and Matt recognized that, and we've um, already completed phase one, which was actually building Gutenberg in the first place. And that kind of finished when we released Gutenberg in, well, I think he put the date as 2018, with 5.0. Has it really been that long ago? And that's been fantastic. We've been using the the post editor. There's been a lot of people who haven't come along for the ride. There's a lot of people still preferring the classic editor or Elementor, for example. Uh actually, let's let's take a little bit of a brief detour here into Elementor because I want to share something that Yoast has written about on his blog which is really like it's a fascinating idea. He's been looking at the growth of WordPress and comparing it to the growth of Elementor. And when you look at those two charts, you'll see that Elementor grows at the same pace as WordPress and sometimes even outpacing WordPress. And the conclusion that he draws is that all of WordPress's growth in the last couple of years is because of Elementor. That WordPress wouldn't be growing without Elementor because you can track the growth of Elementor and WordPress together. That's really interesting. Uh, it's an interesting idea. It it doesn't track with what I see of WordPress, but of course I've got my own biases and things like that. Where I think you should just stick with WordPress core, keep things simple, keep things default. You know, I and jeez, oh, I could go all over the place here. I want to dive into 2022 here. But I won't. I'll just uh, continue talking about... We'll, we'll get to 2022 in a bit. So back to what Matt was talking about with these four stages. And After we've released Gutenberg, we, we did have a little bit of time where we just sort of solidified, where we fixed bugs, where we changed user flows to, to match better with how people were using it. And we had a bit of time to just let it settle. And that was good before we started working on this next phase, which he calls the customization phase, which is a pretty good title for it because it it basically replaces the customizer. But what we all know it as is full site editing. Full site editing isn't just limited to the site editor. It's also widgets and navigation. Basically, and and I like how Matt put it, he said, everything inside of the box was phase one and Inside of the box is the post. Everything related to the post, the content, the categories, all of that inside the box is phase one. And then phase two is everything outside the box. That's the rest of the site. We're talking about the head or the foot or the sidebar, all of that sort of stuff. We're going to bring Gutenberg to all of that, and that's full site editing. And that is going to be launching in January, originally October or something, he had a nice way of saying, delays in WordPress are super rare. And I guess he's right in saying that release delays are super rare. That's true. But it's not rare to delay a feature that we've been working on. We'll just pull it out of the release. As a release strategy, that that's actually pretty good. I kind of like that approach. Uh, And so we have had full-site editing promised to us for a long time. It hasn't made it into the last release, and now it almost isn't making it into this release, and instead of pushing it to the next release, we're just going to delay the release date, which does not happen very often. And so January, we will get full-site editing in core editing. Editing, it's hard to say. And that will be the sort of start or the end of phase two, the customization phase where we can edit the rest of our site outside of the post editor, except I think with this phase two, we're going to let it settle. We're just going to ride the wave a little bit, fix some bugs, make some changes before we start on phase three, which is really exciting. And and actually Matt put the release date of phase three as... um, no, not the release date, the start work date as 2023. So we're going to begin work on phase three in 2023. And what is phase three? Collaboration. That's right. It's Google Docs, but for WordPress, being able to have multiple people working on the same post at the same time or the same site in the full site editor at the same time. That's a really exciting thing. Although if it were up to me, I would probably switch it around with phase four and put phase four first. Uh, phase four didn't get a release date, and and this is the final phase of the you know, WordPress revolution. Uh, it didn't get a, any sort of dates attached to it because we just don't know how long collaboration is going to take. But phase four is multilingual support, and we don't mean you can have WordPress in multiple languages, but rather... That you can write content in multiple languages, it's basically w. p. m. l. but built into core, and you know with a much better flow because a bit like the page builders w p m. l. it works really well and it's very powerful, but it's kind of hard to use and it's not very accessible and it's not super well written and it's hard it's it I imagine it would be a hard project to maintain, certainly a hard thing to extend, which I've had to do. Uh, as you know in separate plugins so you know and and there are other wordpress multilingual plugins out there just picking on wpml here but that's coming to wordpress core in the distant future Uh, maybe 2025 2026 something like that who can even imagine a world so distant and so uh, that is basically you know that was the crux of state of the word there were some other bits in there he talked about uh, the c- tragedy of the commons and he talked about five for the future and he talked about the amount of different people that have been contributing and he did a recap of what we've done in the last year of WordPress with having blocks as widgets and a few other neat features, duotones. He spent a bit of time on du- the duotone filters uh, which I love them. I, I I told you on Crossword that they were, they're a lot of fun and so I was happy to see them make a bit of an appearance in the year in recap. But he also spent some time on 2022, full site editor, 2022. And I, I've been playing with 2022. And I have to tell you, I think 2022 is the best WordPress theme that has ever been made. It is sensational and not because of how it looks but because of how flexible it is and how well it works with the full site editor if you haven't yet please give it a whirl and and here's the activity that i've got for you you'll be surprised at how far you can get take 2022 in one site take any other 2020 theme 20 theme um 2019 for example in another site and see if you can recreate 2019 using 2022. And you can do a lot of it. It is surprising how close you can get. There are some limitations around typography, like you can't import fonts, which I think is an opportunity for a plugin. uh, But you can only use the fonts that that come with a theme. There's a a few other like minor things where I would have thought that maybe you could specify that links can't Uh, You need to have an underline, which is not an option in the Global Styles Editor. A few minor things like that. But for the most part, you can get so far with 2022 to the point where, and, and this is something that Jonathan and I have been saying for a while now, is that we really expect the theme landscape to compress into, or consolidate better, into a small cohort of go-to themes maybe 5 maybe 6 Matt mentioned he wanted to see thousands of themes but I actually think that full site editing doesn't work like that full site editing lends itself to having only a few options of themes that can do everything it's like Divi in that sense you could think of 2022 and full site editing as Divi and the Divi builder it's it's brilliant in that sense and so like, this is what I'm going to use to build my any sites moving forward. I'm going to install the full site editor, if it's not already in, you know, i got to install the beta version of WordPress at the moment to make it work. And then I'm going to install 2022. It'll come, obviously, pre-installed. And then just go into the global styles and just mess with the colors, get all my branding right, even to the point of, like, adding all my duotone um, mixes and matches, and getting all the branding and colors and styles right, fonts and all the rest of it. And then just go ahead and build out all the templates in the site editor and you're done. And you'll end up with a site that looks nothing like 2022. You'll end up with a site that is completely flexible. You can build whatever you want. And I don't know. I, I I've probably hopped on this point um, for too long now, but I, I just really want to get it across that this is, I think, one of the best things that's happened to WordPress since Gutenberg. So definitely get out there and try it. There was one joke that Matt made that got a bit of a chuckle from me when he was talking about 2022. He said, you can make it look however you want with whatever colors, but you still have to have birds because there's a bird illustration all through it. I thought that was good. The pattern directory is coming soon. That's going to be in 5.9. I'm looking forward to that. I've actually started doing this yesterday, just going to wordpress.org slash patterns and copying and pasting patterns into my site. That worked really well. We've also got an image directory coming to WordPress that is going to provide us CC0 images to be able to paste directly into our content, which is fantastic. And that about sums up State of the Word 2021.